The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Liv Perez. I hope you're all having a great start to your week. Happy Monday or whatever day it is that you love to listen to your pods. I hope that your day is going super well. I wanted to say a quick thank you to everybody because I loved seeing how much you guys loved last week's episode with Gab Waller. It truly made my heart sing. So many of you reposted the show. So many of you were engaging with the content that we were sharing. And it truly just felt so great because these are the things that I love to talk about and I love to know that it's resonating with you guys. I'm sure a lot of you also noticed that I was posting a little bit more behind the scenes video content on my TikTok. If you don't follow me there, I'm at live with two V's, of course, dot Perez on there. So go follow me over there because I am hoping to roll out more video content this year. I'm so excited about it. It's been a matter of just expanding the team and finding the right people. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have officially expanded my team and I'm so excited to be bringing you guys more video content. Fingers crossed, maybe there's a YouTube further down the line. So I'm excited about all these things and to be able to bring you the pod in different mediums. A lot of you have been asking for it, so I'm here to serve. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that I'm sure is on all of your Instagram and TikTok feeds constantly, and that is award season. I love to look at award season fashion, and I'm probably the last person you want to watch an award show with. I am like on the couch with my laptop, snacks everywhere, like updates in real time. I have a group chat. I'm just like going. I'm firing on all cylinders. It's really so much fun for me, and it's something that I've done since I was really young. I'd be remiss if I didn't express the importance of award show fashion. There's a reason, in my opinion, that it's at the top of the year. So much of what we see going down the red carpet is what we end up seeing for the rest of the year. So if you are a bride-to-be like me or someone who you know you have a stacked wedding season coming up or you're attending an event, this is a great time to take notes and find some inspiration from the amazing looks that we're seeing on the red carpet. Some of them not so amazing, but the ones I'm going to cover, good ones to get some great inspiration from. I also think this one felt particularly impactful so far because, again, we're post-strike which also impacted red carpets. There were so many amazing collections, new designers, new things coming out with no one to wear them. We had celebrities who weren't able to go out and promote the projects they were working on, so they didn't really have a lot of places to go. Now, all of these looks that I have been so excited to see are getting a new life almost. And it's so cool to see a look go off the runway and then be iterated on a red carpet. You have the celebrities taste in there and the stylists taste in there. And it definitely gives a look a whole new life. So far, we've had the Golden Globes, Critics' Choice, Governor's Awards, and the Emmys. And there are a lot more award shows coming up. There's the People's Choice, Oscars, BAFTAs, SAG Awards, and the Grammys all before mid-March. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I have never seen more award shows, even though they've been there every year. I think the biggest thing probably that is making it feel like there's been an award show every night is the fact that the Emmys were moved from last September to now because of the SAG strike. So it kind of just feels like it's been a stacked season. I kind of feel bad for the celebrities every single night at a different award show. But, you know, part of the job and probably so much fun. So I'm not going to complain on their behalf. Also, before we get into some trends, I want to make one more note on that topic. With so many award shows, there are only so many dresses and so many looks to go around. And I feel like one thing that a lot of people who may not be in the fashion and entertainment industries don't know is that as a celebrity going to walk the carpet, you don't get to just go into a store with any designer that you want and pick whatever look that you love. Doesn't work like that. 
if you're working with a stylist, which most of these celebrities are, you will either get approached by a designer or the stylist will have pulled certain dresses from certain collections for you to look at. And those are the only things that you really get to look at. From the designer perspective, a designer has to approve a celebrity that they're going to dress and work with. They don't just kind of hand over whatever it is. So between that approval process, between, you know, limited dresses to go around, look at how many events there are. People don't want to overlap or wear the same thing. And then also a stylist capacity to get whatever they can from whatever designer. Remember that every celebrity walking this carpet is looking at a very curated selection of what's available. Then on top of that, you think of celebrities who have brand deals like Emma Stone and Louis Vuitton is a really good example. She is exclusive to them. She's always wearing them. So she just has that pool to pick from. So I wanted you all to take this into note as we go into talking about some of these looks that it isn't a free-for-all. It isn't a moment where a celebrity gets to show whatever style they have and they got to pick whatever they want. Styling really is a business. And that's not an emotional thing. We don't get to pick the thing that we feel most beautiful in. So keep that in mind as we go through some of these. So I want to kick this off by talking about one thing that I think has been so crucial this season so far. And that's the backdrop. If you guys watched the Emmys last week, I was truly like the oxygen left the room for me when I saw the backdrop for the Emmys. The backdrop that I'm talking about is the red carpet wall that people walk across. And I think people really underestimate how important this moment is for stylists and celebrities walking down the carpet in terms of how good they look. The Emmys carpet was like a gray and black, like it kind of looked like subway tile almost like with so many logos and so much branding that anybody who walked across that backdrop, I think instantly lost a few points in their look because it was just not flattering at all. I was actually, when I saw it, I was like, oh God, I hope all the glam teams and the stylists like got photos before because whatever photos from this, they're just not going to hit. It's it's really not going to be good. So that's one thing I want to point out is that these backdrops are crucial to the way that we look at fashion. I also am so surprised that some of these award shows even allow backdrops like that to happen. Obviously, the night is about celebrating artists and celebrating awards, but it's also about fashion. I mean, again, as I said earlier, a lot of what we see go down the red carpet impacts how we dress throughout the year and has a big impact on impressions as well. I know there are so many people who don't watch for the awards and just watch for the fashion. So to not lean into that and make that a selling point for your viewers to me feels like a major flop. And the Emmys was probably the worst backdrop I have ever seen. If you want to understand what I'm talking about, here's a really good way to Google right now on your phone a reference point. Look up the Emmys red carpet for 2024. See that backdrop. You can see the way it is impacting whatever probably celebrity you're seeing right now. And then Google in contrast to that, the Academy Museum Gala that happened at the end of 2023. There wasn't a firm backdrop and they picked a spot as the guests were entering with a really great almost like depth perception in the back. They weren't up against a wall. It kind of looked like they were in this like large empty room with a lot of negative space in the back. So whatever that person was wearing, it really had its own moment and nothing was distracting. You could really see the look and really analyze it for what it was instead of seeing all this signage. I also think the colors are crucial. The Academy Museum had kind of this like red auburny color that was really warm and made everyone look so good. And that really worked. You can even see that at the Golden Globes. They had like yellow flowers in the background. And it definitely wasn't complimentary to a lot of the glam, in my opinion, on the red carpet. It made everybody look a little bit yellow. So backdrops are crucial to storytelling in fashion for the red carpets. Another thing to keep in mind as we go into this, I saw so many stylists on my Instagram just being like, oh my God, 
this is terrible. I felt so bad for so many of the people that put so much work into these looks just to have them kind of look flat against this really ugly wall. Now, before we get into some of the trends, I want to take a quick break to thank one of our sponsors for this week's podcast. You guys know that I'm a huge fan of Ionic. If you follow me on Instagram, I have been committed to my daily dog walks. I put on a podcast. I walk my dog about two miles every morning. And my Vionic shoes have truly made the world of a difference in how I move and how I feel. For those of you who haven't tried Vionic before, they have so many different styles and they don't compromise comfort for style. They have an exclusive Biomotion technology that really sets them apart, in my opinion, and I can feel it in every step. They actually began by revolutionizing medical orthotics. And today they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling so energized and so confident all day long. And if you aren't looking for sneakers, they have everything for the new year. Comfortable styles to take you from day to night, rich leathers and suede for your workwear favorites, and performance sneakers to keep your fitness goals moving. My favorite sneaker that I've been living in is the Walk Strider sneaker. They are so cute and so comfortable. Literally feels like walking on a cloud. I have the white cream color, but they have so many others. They have an all white. They have a charcoal color and black for any of your styling needs. And of course, I have a code for you guys to try them out. Use my code FRIEND15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www.vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. The code is for one-time use only, so you better get on it. Vionic shoes, they are wearable well-being for your feet. Okay, let's get into some of the trends. The first one that I'm seeing that I'm loving is this old Hollywood glamour. I think why I'm loving it the most right now is because I'm seeing so many young actors and actresses in Hollywood really lean into that, but also give it this fresh new take. The first example that's popping to mind to me is Brie Larson in Prada at the Golden Globes. She wore this incredible custom dress that was lavender. The gown felt like it was like literally out of the 1950s. It had that sweetheart neckline, thick straps that wrapped around her shoulders, and then had that A-line skirt that just felt so reminiscent of old Hollywood. But I think because of the color, metallic-y purple, and her makeup and like the soft waves in her hair, it really felt modern and beautiful. I also love that with her hair, she did a side part and had this gorgeous kind of curl going down the side. It really just made it so effortlessly chic. And I think, again, the shape of the dress felt very vintage, but she made it so beautiful and effortless. Another one that comes to mind, Jessica Williams, who is in Shrinking. And if you guys haven't seen Shrinking, it was probably one of my favorite shows of last year. It was so fun, so lighthearted, amazing actors all around. You had Jason Segel, Harrison Ford. It was just such a lighthearted, great show about life and family. And I highly recommend watching it. But I fell in love with Jessica Williams on this show. She was kind of the heart and soul and like comedic relief of it. And I loved seeing her on the carpet at the Emmys. She was nominated for Supporting Actress. And she was in this custom Rodarte look that felt, again, so classic, so old Hollywood. It was custom, of course. There was a white tool on the bottom and this beautiful black velvet bodice that kind of overcame the white tulle. The black velvet bodice was strapless. It looked like a little corseted and had this beautiful giant black velvet bow in the back. She had also her hair in a side part with a curl. And I loved this choice for her. This was a huge moment for her on the carpet. And she really went for this choice of exuding that old Hollywood glamour. And it just looked so fantastic on her. And honestly, this look made her such a winner in my mind, even though she lost. Another one that I really loved from the Governor's Award, another very chic old Hollywood moment, 
Florence Pugh yet again in Rodarte. I do feel like Rodarte and Prada have really made such beautiful statements on the red carpets already. I posted something from the Gab Waller episode saying what brands you guys think are going to be the it brands of the year. And a lot of you messaged me saying Prada. And while I think that Prada already is like such an incredible brand, I actually agree after this red carpet season I and how many kind of different gowns and silhouettes that they're doing, I'm curious to see what this year holds for them because they have just had so many good moments. The Brie Larson moment, Hunter Schaefer at the Golden Globes, also in Prada and that beautiful kind of gauze looking dress that looked like she was floating in the wind. Iowa Debery in Prada at the Golden Globes in the red dress as well. They really are putting out just hit after hit. So I'm excited to see what the year has in store for them. There is one look, though, in this category of old Hollywood glamour that I cannot stop thinking about. She wasn't nominated for anything, but she's an incredible actress and she's also Harrison Ford's wife. And that is Callista Flockhart. So go on your phone, look at Callista Flockhart from the Critics' Choice Award. She wore the most beautiful dress to the Critics' Choice Award that to me felt like it's been a win for me across the board. She wore this gorgeous floral Erdem dress with these really chic kind of sheer gloves that went almost all the way up to her, her arm. And it was a win for me. And here's why. This season, a lot of the dresses that I feel like I've been loving have been very like chic and tailored and single colored. I can't think of another dress this season that's been a print that I think has been styled well. Prints are hard. Don't get me wrong, especially on red carpets. They're hard to nail. It's why you see a lot of amazing actresses go for these like single color gorgeous moments. But Calista Flockhart did it right. I also think in general, Erdem does it right. I love Erdem. They're one of my favorite brands have been since the beginning of my career. And so hats off to them because they definitely made one of the most gorgeous dresses that I've seen this season. But for me, this is all in the styling. And that's where I think a lot of the looks this season have gone wrong so far is the styling's a little off. Maybe the shoe's wrong, the jewelry with it's wrong. And when it comes to prints, you really have to nail that. A really good example when it comes to nailing prints that is a great visual reference for you guys to look at as you're trying prints at home yourself. Simona Tabasco, who was on The White Lotus. I absolutely love her. She was so funny and so great. She was nominated at the Emmys and she walked down the carpet in a beautiful Marnie dress from the spring 2024 ready to wear collection. It was like this geometric, like 3D printed dress that the hem of the dress actually had like the flowers kind of coming out of it. So beautiful. So cool. A lot of bright colors, like reds, pinks, blues, yellows. It was really a statement dress. But her shoes totally ruined the look for me. They were like a pointed toe bubblegum pink shoe and there were no bubblegum pink moments in the dress. So it really threw me off. This would have looked so good with a white pump, especially because all of the flowers are outlined in that white. So it would have just been so complimentary and really let the dress shine. I could have also seen a red pump here, but I think the white would have been a better choice. She also has a red lip going on, which I love. That feels perfect, especially because the red matches. It was the perfect shade. And her earrings were really subtle. She just had a little drop. Manailing prints is all about letting that print sing and having the accessories be complimentary to that. So even one wrong shade can ruin the entire look. And I always say when it comes to nailing prints, let everything else be neutral because then it's easier to let the print have its moment and not have this like crazy contrasting conflicting moment. And that's why I loved Calista Flockhart's because she really went for this bright, bold print, but let everything else be really subdued and effortless. So the print had the moment. Her hair also was like effortlessly chic in this like low kind of bun moment with the front pieces of her hair down. She had a gorgeous little drop earring with it. It was really giving that like old Audrey Hepburn glamour that I need to see more of. So 
she takes the top prize for me so far. It's a look I truly haven't stopped thinking of. While we're talking about old Hollywood glamour, the other thing that I'm seeing a lot of long trains, train dresses, a dress that you know has a beautiful silhouette to it, but then there's a massive train in the back. So for all of my fellow brides, lean into your train because it's definitely in at the moment and I'm seeing it everywhere. I want to get into a few beauty trends because there have been so many good ones that are so opposite from so much of what we've seen lately. The first one I would say is this like this gorgeous soft beauty. And every time there's an award show, I usually go on my stories and share the things I'm loving. I also leave a comment box for you guys to share the things that you're also loving. And a lot of you are in there saying soft beauty skin is in. And I love that. Well, yes, I love a good glam moment. It's been so refreshing to see so many celebrities on the carpet in just this really pretty neutral look. Maybe this is a result of Pamela Anderson kind of being out in the world, going makeup free at fashion shows and at fashion week. And I love that for her personally. She's so gorgeous without makeup, but I feel like it's definitely in for the year. Skin is in, which we love. And that kind of soft, natural glam, some pink, some taupes. That's what I've been seeing a lot of. I really didn't see a lot of red lips on the carpet this year. I saw a lot of like pinks and nudes. I think two really good examples to look at if you're looking for some inspiration, Greta Lee in Loewe at the Golden Globes and Elizabeth Debicki in Dior at the Golden Globes both gave this like unbelievable soft beauty vibe, especially for Elizabeth Debicki's dress, which was kind of like a chain mail goddess vibe from Dior. She could have really gone for a heavier eye, but I love that she went all natural. Those two beauty looks I've thought about constantly. They're super natural and so beautiful. The makeup artist who does both of their makeup, her name is Nina Park, and she is one of my favorite makeup artists. She also does Kaya Gerber and so many other stars. Follow her on Instagram if you're looking for some good soft beauty tips because she's just the master at that. She is like the queen in my mind of the no makeup makeup look, but also somehow makes you look like you're like 10 years younger and so bright and beautiful. So she is definitely a must follow if you are loving the soft beauty moment. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but the side part definitely in Elle Fanning, Greta Lee, J-Lo, Brie Larson, all of these stars were rocking the side part on the red carpet. And I find it funny. I actually don't think the side part ever went out of style. Like I wear my hair in a side part all the time if I'm just looking for a little something different. It makes a big difference in the way that you style your wardrobe. And hair has such a big impact on that. I know we talked about this a few episodes back. We were talking about hair color and hair cut and style. And even that subtle difference of a middle part to a side part can make all the difference. So I'm loving that the side part is quote unquote back because it just looks so beautiful with so many looks. On the note of hair being such an important way in how we dress and how we style ourselves, the mini bob is definitely back. Definitely, definitely back. I actually texted my friend who is doing my hair for my wedding and I was like, can I cut my hair before my wedding? And she was like, absolutely not. She was like, leave as much as you possibly can so that we can work with it. And if you want, like the day after your wedding, I'll chop your hair. That would be quite a move, honestly. Could you imagine like the day after going on my honeymoon and she just gives me a bob? That would be crazy. But now I'm thinking about it. But she actually made a really interesting point to me. She was like, if you want this mini bob, like maybe wait until a few years into your marriage, maybe when you're trying to have kids, because it's such an effortless easy look that that's the thing that you're going to want when you have kids. So I guess I'm going to have to wait for that. Wanted to hear your thoughts. Any moms who are listening to the pod right now on the mini bob being something great to do a little bit later. But I am such a fan. I mean, honestly, there are so many looks that I think were made by this mini bob hairstyle. America Ferreira at the Golden Globes, Iowa Debris at the Golden Globes, Carrie Mulligan, like so many moments that just were so chic and so refined. I actually had a friend tell me once who has a mini bob. She was like, 
and she's in fashion and loves to dress up and loves per- and has such great personal style. She was like, my hair is short to show off the clothes. If you have long hair, it's distracting. You don't get the shoulders. You don't get the neckline. My short hair allows me to wear really cool things and make every day for me about the outfit, which I love. If you are someone in fashion, a mini bob is a great choice for you because it really shows off that look. You've got nothing distracting versus me who has like hair almost down to my belly button at this point. But hair for me has been such a long journey. I've been trying to grow my hair out for a while. So I'm happy with the long hair. But really excited to see the mini bob out in the world. And it's just, it's so good. Like these looks to me wouldn't be as good without those bobs. So loving kind of what's out in the world beauty wise right now, this like soft beauty, really feminine. I'm loving the short hair. It feels just so beautiful and so much about the face. Like when you have short hair like that, it's really about your cheekbones and the lines and construction of your face. And I'm loving that everything is really coming back to that central point of natural beauty. Last trend, can't believe we're still talking about this. It's been trending for over a year now, red. I'm so surprised at how much red we're seeing on the carpet, especially at the Emmys last week. It was everywhere. We had Cami Marone in Versace, Suki Waterhouse in Valentino, Katherine Heigl in Remacra, Megan Fahey in Armani, Sarah Snook in Vivian Westwood, and then before that, Iowa Debery in Prada at the Golden Globes and Margot Robbie in Beaumont at the Critics' Choice Award. Red is everywhere, and I'm loving it. I mean, red to me is such a statement you have to feel so confident and so good to wear red. And so I love that for everybody who's been rocking it. But it's been almost over a year now that it's really been in the trend circuit of fashion. So I love seeing this bold color. I will say, though, that I feel like there's a very certain tone of red that is the right red. And in my opinion, it's the Iowa Debris red in Prada from the Golden Globes. It's like a warm cherry red. I think anything else gets a little bit tacky in my mind. And so Anybody who wants to try and nail the red trend, I highly recommend looking at Io's look from that night because I think it was truly the perfect shade. Another great red to rock, especially if you are blonde, Megan Fahey's Armani look from the Emmys was also so beautiful. That was a little bit more of a rusty red, also so beautiful and thrilled to see that these colors are kind of existing past seasons. Gab Waller and I actually talked about this on last week's episode that we hate that certain colors are like defined to certain seasons, like brown in the fall, white in the summer. Red feels like a very kind of fall wintry color, and I'm happy to see it kind of extending past its so-called lifeline. With Fashion Month coming up, I'm sure we're going to see so much more of it because there is no way it's leaving after seeing all these red carpets. It's just been dominating. We've got so much more, so much more fashion coming up. I'm so excited to see, again, People's Choice, the Oscars, the BAFTAs in my mind are always the absolute best style moment. I cannot wait to see what people are wearing there. SAG Awards, Grammys, so much coming up. And you know that you can see all of it on my Instagram. I'm at Liv Perez if you don't follow me already. Also, another account that I love to follow during award season is Check the Tag. They're a Brazilian-based Instagram account that is constantly updating their account with people walking down the red carpet, what they're wearing and who styled them. Also, the comments are also a really fun place when they're nice and constructive. Some of them have been really mean and crazy lately, but it's great to be in that community and hear what other people are thinking about certain looks on the red carpet. So follow Check the Tag, one of my favorite accounts and definitely one of the most followed best accounts in the fashion industry. I hope you guys loved today's episode. It was fun to debrief some of these amazing trends that I think we're going to see a lot more of this year. If you want more behind the scenes, more industry BTS, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Liv Perez. And on TikTok, I'm at Liv with two Vs dot Perez. And if you loved what you heard today, please leave me a review on the Apple Store. It always makes the world of a difference and really helps the show grow. As you guys know, we have new episodes every Monday. So I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.